Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Mara. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. I know I'm monkeying with the time of the show, uh, bringing it back a half an hour. Uh, it is for personal reasons. Next week we will be back at 9 o'clock. I hope that uh, this does not interfere with those who uh, listen to the show live. And frankly, if you would prefer we start at 8.30, that's possible, and I'm more than willing to do that. I, I want to accommodate the le- the needs of my uh listeners who listen live. Uh, The majority of the people who listen to my program listen on the archive mode. And so uh, I could probably do it at 2 o'clock in the morning and not have any more listeners than I have right now. I probably have no listeners and still end up with the same number of listeners. And I'm a bit in awe of the number of people that God is leading to listen to this program. And I'm in awe because I know, as we're going to hear in a moment in Niles, Be Still Thy Soul, he's going to put a call, that um, we are connecting and multiplying. Um, there is uh, many, many, There are many, many series out there about the concept of multiplication. Excuse me. Tied tongue there. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, tongue. My goodness. Anyway, there are many, many theories out there about uh, the multiplication theory. And to me, there's got to be some sort of multiplication theory associated with the conscious evolution, the awakening that we are part of right now. And uh, when I see these numbers grow and I see hundreds, I mean, I'm in. I'm just in awe of that. Hundreds of people listening to my voice. I'm thinking, wow, wow, because that means that there are hundreds of people who may be laughing at what I say, but they wouldn't be coming back time after time after time to laugh, unless maybe I should have a second career as a comedian. And since I am very poor at jokes, I suspicion not. So. People are listening, and ideally people are believing. Each one of you is beginning to believe in the wonder of you. And as you do that, even if you never use my name, Mara, even if you never talk about listening to this program, what is happening is there is a change occurring in you. It's growing up and beginning to occur in you. And that change is causing change in others. And as we multiply this positive change that is occurring in us, I do believe we are going to have effect on the world. And today, uh, after we get ourselves all pulled together, I'll talk with you a little bit about some information I've gained this week that has caused me to step back and go, wow, what's it? It's caused me to do is step back and realize that I may not know the answers to why some things are happening. Maybe they're folklore. Maybe we've believed them all of our lives. Maybe other people are telling us. Maybe we think it's common sense. But I do have to tell you that no matter 
what the reasons are for some of the things that are going on, and I'll update you on that as I continue to read the book of Freakonomics. But as we move forward, there is one thing that I have an absolute total belief in. And that is that each and every one of us is connected to God. Each and every one of us is a part of God. And each and every one of us is as close to God as reaching out our hand and saying, hi, God, what's happening? And that is because, as Anil says, all that we need is within us. So we're now going to listen to Anil's Be Still Thy Soul. I'm going to allow you, as I do every uh, Sunday morning that I play this program, sometimes I go visit family, uh, I'm going to invite you to spend a few moments with God. And so I'm going to give you some prefatory information. And that is that I'm going to invite you to use this three minutes and 40 seconds. Wow, not much time, huh? How many people don't take time to connect with God because they don't have time? My friends, you can spend your three minutes and 40 seconds sitting on the toilet in the water closet and God will not care. You can spend that three minutes and 40 seconds driving down the road and God would not care. You can spend the time stopped in a traffic jam waiting in the grocery line During a commercial break, while you're preparing dinner, while you're cleaning up the dishes, while you are walking the dog, while you are hugging your child, as you lay yourself down at night to go to bed, as you get yourself up in the morning, you don't need to come to a serenity spot such as I hope you have now built for yourself. A place where your energy, you always come, you always listen to the program, you always meditate there when you can. When you have time. When you want to give more than three minutes and 40 seconds. Right now I'm sitting in a room that has the chimes and I wanted to play that for you this morning. I have a stick of incense burning. I have uh, my fountain going and it's driving around some bells that are making some, some sounds, some bell sounds, which I love. I love the sound of water. I'm surrounded, well, surrounded is a big word. I've got a bookshelf <laughs> of uh, books uh, that I have purchased over the years uh, that talk and help me understand who I am, help me understand who you are, help me understand what God is. But I don't have to be in this room. I can be in any of those places, in any place else that you think of. 
and spend some time with God. Because as the book of Job teaches us, God never leaves us. God is always with us, even during the times of of celebration and during the times of sadness. We so often turn to God during the times of celebration and so seldom do uh, during the times of sadness, sometimes because we blame God and sometimes because we have been taught from the pulpit that we should not turn to God for our personal needs. I don't quite understand that, but today maybe we can talk a bit about that. Because God is there for your personal needs anytime you want to talk. It's all about love and God is love. So we're going to spend a few minutes with Anayos, Be Still Thy Soul, three minutes and 40 seconds. During that time, I'm going to invite you to just cleanse your mind if you can. And if you can't, don't worry about it. Because this isn't about not allowing your human mind to go off wandering all over the place and have to have this totally clear uh, meditative moment. This is about uniting right now for these next several minutes as one with God. This is about our combining our consciousness that God is a part of our lives and us joining together Me here in Calusa, California. You here all around the world. And us together sending out a vibration, an energy vibration of love. I may not know the root causes of things. I may have been wrong on that. But I do not believe I am wrong on the idea That if we join with God, that if we spread loving energy around this planet, we will make a difference. As you move into this meditative moment, I'd like to leave you with an image. Because I think so much of the negativity that is going on in our society arises from us thinking us and them kind of thinking. I love the Pink Floyd song, Us and Them, We're All Just Ordinary Men. We're all just ordinary men. And I want to suggest to you that unless I gave the gun to a crazy person like Hitler, God bless the craziness that man had within him. Oh. Oh. Oh, what a crazy man. Oh, and what sadness that so many people chose to follow a crazy man against their own loving humanity. There are such crazy people around us now. I can see some, I feel some, I know some. Let's not follow crazy people against our own basic understanding of humanity and love. And so I invite you to imagine that there's a large, large uh, lawn. And in this field, in this lawn, there's a member of every group in every country. And you 
are standing there. And there's someone behind you encouraging you to pick one of those people as unworthy to live longer. I know that each one of you would put the gun down. When there's no ideology associated with it, there's nothing but just humanity there in that field. You would put the gun down. Why are we allowing words, ideology? Why are we allowing the way people reach out to God? Why are we allowing crazy people to guide us away from our humanity, our love? So as you sit here in repose, yes, for three minutes and 40 seconds, I am a bit of a comedian. As you sit in repose with your hand outstretched holding the hand of God, Please, let us all uplift our humanity. Let us step past ideology. Let us step past religious dogma. Let us step past everything but the beautiful light of love that each of us has instilled in us. And let us reach out together, sending a conscious, connected, combined love to circle this planet. Visualize that. Breathe in through your feet as though your nose is in your feet because it helps create an elongated breath. If you're feeling comfortable with that, do what you need to do. I don't have... Anything I can tell you is right, except love. I know for a fact every emotion that you make grounded in your highest thought, your kindest deed, your gentlest spirit is right. And when you start letting your mind monkey around with that. When you start letting your mind justify things that harm others, then you are allowing a little bit of insanity to take over your life. So breathe in through the soles of your feet as though your nose is there. Pull your breath up, the front of your calves, the front of your thighs. Pull it across your hips so that you come to the base chakra where you hold all of your fear, all that keeps you from being the most loving person you can be, all that causes you to believe you are not enough, that there is not enough. All of that, let it go back into the world from which it came. Drive it into this planet, the earth, 
and instead lift up yourself spiritually and begin to pull fearless air up into your sacral chakra. We talked about chakras last week. The zone of creativity. An orangey color and pull creative breath with you. So you have the red, red breath that is fearless. It begins filling with the energy of God and lightens to orange. And now the creative breath, so it's fearless and creative, are combined. And you come up to the solar plexus, the zone of healing. This beautiful yellow energy. As we're removing colors and we're moving forward, pull creative, healing, fearless energy through your body. And know that you are enough for God to love you. There is nothing you have done that separates you from God. Nothing. If you choose to invite God back into your life, and God is there waiting, pull that fearless, creative, healing energy up, and you're going to come to your heart chakra. Thrust back your shoulders so that you can allow love in your life and you can give it from you. Feel that beautiful, beautiful green energy surging out of your body and embracing you. Right now, let's talk about you. So you have fearless, creative, healing, loving energy coming up to your voice chakra. The zone of crazy words that cause so much pain. Forgive yourself. So you have a blue color here and you're going to use the blue of water to wash away any words that you've said, any words that you've reacted to. You're going to cleanse your palate so that from this day forward, you will begin to use your best words. And when you fall off the wagon, and you will, you'll climb back on. You're going to pull that energy up to the third eye, the zone of manifestation. And there you are going to visualize a world, you as a part of a world, where people are reaching out to help one another, where people care about the humanity of the people assembled in the field and know their value and know that no human being is not deserving of God's love and of our love. And we will begin to change social systems, economies, ways of thinking by simply believing all are enough and all are equal and that there is enough. And now pull your final breath. It's fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting. Yes, and it doesn't have to be one solid breath. It can be sipping in air. I am going to breathe now because that was rather long-winded. As you open up 
your crown chakra and invite in God to your being. And as you do that, once the music starts, I'm going to invite you to reach out your dominant hand and take the hand of God. And as you breathe out, breathe out, I am love. Try to expel all of the energy and visualize it going all the way back down. And now start over. And with that, I'm going to turn the music on as you're breathing in. Breathe in, please. There is enough. And as you breathe out, breathe out. I am love. And when we finish, as you breathe out, please reach out your hand and take the hand of another listener's God. God is okay with all of us using our knowledge to create our God. And there are no two exactly the same. And yet, everyone is the same one. Could you imagine being that flexible? That you could make it your way through life not caring how other people see you because you are secure in knowing who you are. I always be still thy soul.
Make me one source of light. It doesn't say make them one source of light. It says make me. This week I've had kind of an interesting week, and if you'd like to call in, please do. 646-595-3584. I'd love to hear about your week, too. Your week in terms of your relationship with God. Your week in terms of your relationship with others. Just your week. I'd be honored to hear, to talk, probably to opine, because I do have opinions. But it's all about making me a source of light. I don't, I would love, and I do love the fact that there are so many of you listening that there are so many who are combining with me to send out love to the universe. But bottom line is I'm only in charge of me. And this week, there's this guy. I like him. And... uh it's kind of interesting to have that that one-on-one dimension, even at the lowest level of God, of love, of feeling that interchange. And we have so sexualized the concept of love because it's really all we think about it. It's either that or we've parentized it. It's our children or our parents. But, you know, so it's like familial, and then we may expand the family to a, to our religion or something, but we've, we've narrowed the scope of it. And as I listened to this man say things about me, you know, and, and it's as though he's giggling under his breath, which is okay. It's okay because it's, it's a kind giggle. But he's giggling about my being loving, about my being kind, about my being a sweetie. That one made me smile. I would like to be known as a sweetie. Sweetie Mara, sweetie Mara, that's nice, huh? Because if that means that I am someone who believes in humanity, who believes that there are crazy people out there who have opened themselves to evil, don't get me wrong, I'm not stupid, but who overall believes that the power of love of the good people, which is everyone for the most part, the vast majority, evil gets supported by good people, unfortunately, in the name of ideology, in the name of doctrine, in the name of politics in the name of fear, or perhaps out of fear, that there is not enough. But as I'm listening to this person, I got the sense that he believes in his heart that it is harder to stand up and about an ideology that is separate, spout a judgment, even though I don't think he's a judger, but spout this idea, ideas, that would basically 
perhaps the word is not eliminate because we certainly aren't a soylent green, but but would very, very definitely say sink or swim. No help. We need to rely on individual help. My friends, I think that we are beginning to fuel individual help. I am not convinced that there is necessarily dignity in uh, the way we are doing things. But unfortunately, we've gotten to a a place where we legislate humanity because people were not being humane without legislation. I can tell you a personal story. Maybe because I have a personal relationship with God. Maybe because I know that it isn't always easy to speak out kindly, thoughtfully. Maybe because I haven't always spoken out kindly and thoughtfully. But one incident stands in mind for me. It just stands out. I was outside a cathedral in Florence, Italy. Right there, that speaks to a life of blessings that I have had. Because I am not Italian, in case you haven't noticed from my accent. Besides which, I live in the United States. And as I'm standing there, people were saying around me, as this lady came up and was asking for funds, Now, people were going into the cathedral and they were leaving funds. But this lady came up to me one-on-one and asked me for money. (laughs) And as I began opening my wallet to give her some of the money that I had, the women who were in the group that I was in came rushing around me no, no, no don't give her money Father I was on a tour with a friend who was a Catholic Father says that she has a husband out on the street who's in a Mercedes Frankly, friends, if she could get a Mercedes with the few pennies that I was handing her, she was an example of capitalism at its highest. If she could literally beg her way to a Mercedes for her husband who was sitting out on the street. But what happened there, the point of that story is layers because the father of course came rushing over to admonish me not to give money to this woman and so now I am surrounded by at least five or six women and I think that's the number and the father and this person that I am proceeding to hand money to and I didn't look at the five or six women I looked the father in the eye and I said, 
What she does with her money is between her and God. And what I do with my money is between me and God. And he glanced off to the side and he said, you're right. Now, I'm not trying to encourage you to revolt from your churches and from the word of your uh, deacons and the word of your ministers and priests and mullahs and whatever else. I'm not trying to tell you to ignore what they say. Because I think they tell us many, many beautiful stories about love. But I am saying to you that you do not need to have someone else tell you how to be loving. You do not have someone need to have someone else tell you how to reflect God, the love which is in you. And God is love. And I'm going to start talking a lot about that uh, toward the end of uh, middle of next month, I guess. Just, just looking for loving things that people write about God. Because God is love. And handing off some money to someone who may or may not be in need is love. And that's where we fail in many of our systems is that people do not. They are so conditioned, they condition their dollar. They keep a string attached to their dollar as they're handing it off to the homeless man. Or they'll go and buy the homeless man some food because they want to judge how he is living. And they don't know that maybe that quarter might be the quarter that finishes him having $20, which finishes having him giving him the money that he may need to buy the suit of clothing he saw at Goodwill, which he needs in order to go for the job interview, which may make him a working contributing member of society. But instead, the judgment, because there's not, the belief there's not enough, the belief that only those who are worthy, which is the Protestant work ethic, should have That cripples us, my friends. That cripples us. It truly, truly does. It blocks the love in your light. It blocks your light in the moment. And yet each and every one of us has that spark, that light of God within us. But we allow layers. We allow our friends. We allow our churches to block our being, our highest selves. We allow other people to tell us what God would expect us to do instead of trusting our own loving instincts. I know that silence on the radio is a big deal, but 
we allow others from the pulpit to tell us that when we're in a time of need, it's not okay to reach out our hands and say, God, I need you to help me now. God, I have enough. Help me see the lesson that I needed to learn now so that I can move forward. God, God, we do not and we are not trained that we are enough for God to want to be in our presence. It started a long time ago when there developed, whenever it was, a long, long time ago. You can go past the pyramids. And this isn't Freakonomics. I'm having a little problem with Freakonomics, but I'll talk about that. If I don't get to it this week, I'll talk about it next week. But it gets, you can go way before the pyramids where people were saying that the mysticism of God was so much where man was looking to understand why I am here, where man knew intuitively that there was something beyond him or her. There was something out there, and that created the beginning of It was like a glee in the eye of some, let me explain. And as the explanations unfolded of who God was, the image began being created in the minds of man and woman and children and has been propagated since then, that you can't figure it out on your own. You've got to have this mystic, this cleric, whatever word you want to call him or her. That you have to have this building where people assemble. I am so respectful of the members of the Islamic faith who bow and pray five times a day. Let me tell you, that that just is like, oh my gosh, I respect that because I do believe we need to love God with our heart, our minds, and our souls. And I try to pray a lot during the day too. I try to have a constant dialogue with God. So I am very respectful of that public display. But I'm here to tell you it's not necessary. I'm not slamming the religion because I think it is ignoble. It is beautiful. It is noble to do that. It is wonderful. But I am saying to all of us, all individuals, no matter your faith, that in addition to praying to God, 
five times a day, a hundred times a day, or no times a day. God is as close as reaching out your hand and saying, Hi, God. Right now, you are sitting in a circle composed of people who are listening to this program now and people who will listen to it in the future. And that circle is circled between human God, human God, human God. You don't need someone to tell you about God. You need to go within you. And if you could do that, not just one, three minutes and 40 seconds, but if you could do that in holy celebration five times a day, rolling out your rug, facing east, facing west, facing whatever direction your heart pulls you, and opening yourself to the glory and the wonder of love. There's been a lot about the Islamic faith in the news, in the Western media this week, and there's been a lot of upset and people are judging. People What we are doing to one another has no connection to God. What we are doing to one another has no connection to love. What we are doing to one another is following crazy thinkers. Because God does not want us to harm each other. God does not care what name we call him or her. God does not care what personal ideologies and thoughts we have put around him or her. God is there for us. God is more than we are. We, I have someone on the line. Oh, my goodness, let me get them in here. I just saw that. We believe that there's not enough, but God knows there is. I'm going to try to bring on Mary Lou Who. Hi, uh, this is Mary. Is this Mary Lou? Hello. I went to I went to Block Talk University to figure out how to bring you on. Hello. Mary Lou. Hello.
Mary Lou, I guess there's someone on the line, but I'm trying to figure out how to use it. And I've invited her in, and now I'm hoping you can hear me as I'm learning this. Um, let's see. I'm going to go to the chat room if you'll excuse me. Can you folks hear me? Oh, good. Mary Lou, did you want to talk? Oh, okay. She's not sure her computer has a has a mic. I'm so sorry. Um, let's see. Um, Mary Lou, we're going to let you listen today and um, because it's hard for me to move back and forth between chat. Um, I could call you, but we only have like 13 minutes left. And I wanted to do... Uh, folks, you're now hearing this. Isn't this hysterical? Uh, you're hearing me talk. She was writing about the homeless. Please, go ahead. I'll come back and read this. I think what I'm... Oh, she said I hit on it. Good, good. Praise God. There was a Vulcan mind meld during that moment, Mary Lou. I'm trying to figure out this this thing. I used to have a co-host, and so he helped me with everything, and now I'm doing it on my own. But the thing is, my friends, everyone... Let me reiterate, because I, I did lose track of my thought as I got sidetracked with technology, is God is open to being whomever you visualize God being. That does not insult him or her. All God wants is for you to live in a humane, loving way. Could you imagine if each and every one of us began focusing ourselves on our behavior, starting with our children, being loving, being caring, looking for the best resolutions to the issues they're facing, and as opposed to as opposed to um, conditioning them to be something that is not. I'm sorry. This is crazy. I've got so much technology going on. I just got a text message in my ear. Um, I hope you didn't hear it. If you did, uh, a friend as well. Uh, but the bottom line is what we do with our children is we begin saying, well, good boys do this, good girls do this. We begin saying, well, you know, uh, you, we withhold our love from them. Instead of trying to teach them, to show them, we ask them to be something different than we reflect. I mean, the classic example is don't hit, and then we hit them to make the point that they don't hit. And I know that that's justified because people say, well, you know, that way they feel what it feels like to hit. But the reality is that uh, I think we all know what it feels like to be hit. And um, it carries a much deeper message, in my opinion, and this is judgmental, to let them know that you're disappointed in their choices but not that you stop loving them. So we can start showing love with our families. We can start showing love with the people around us. We can start sharing, start allowing people to be all that they can be, start encouraging people, 
we can start living an example of love. That's our humanity. That is our connection with God. And we don't need to be told how to do that. All that we need is within us. On the other hand, we have been told since time immemorial, beyond, beyond the writing of books, that there were people who had a better connection to God than you do. And we've now evolved to a place where you have me and I do not believe I stand alone in saying to you, you have the connection. You don't need anyone in between you. And if you get comfort and support by being a part of a group, that's wonderful. That is good. But be sure that as you do what you do, that it intuitively passes your muster and that you do not pick up that gun and aim at someone based on an ideology that in the end doesn't matter. Quite frankly, folks, let's just say, just for the sake of discussion right now, that this religious warfare that is going on around us, that one group is right and that all of the other groups are going to be banned to some fictitious place called hell. I can tell you absolutely, I know that's not the case. I've passed and I've come back, but I didn't need to pass and come back. I just knew it intuitively that God was always with me. And when my mom was passing this last year, she told me, Margaret, Margaret, my mother called me Margaret, Oh, it's so beautiful, Margaret. They're wrong. What they taught us is wrong. Good and bad pass. But let's just for this moment, this brief second in time, bear with me and let's have one group be right. And I I think that it should be only those people who like pistachio ice cream go to heaven. There's only enough space in heaven for a very small group of people. Let's ignore all of the messengers who have told us that there's many mansions, but there's just enough space, and and it's all painted green. So the people who eat pistachio ice cream are the only ones. And they become concerned that because the people who eat strawberry ice cream which is becoming a very large group, almost as large as the pistachio eaters, maybe bigger, think that they're the ones who are going to go to heaven and they're going to keep the pistachio ice cream eaters out. So let's say that the pistachio ice cream eaters are right and there's only room for them. Now evaluate the caliber of life that you will have as a strawberry ice cream eater. If you are kind to others in a way that you would expect them to be kind to you. If you spend a few moments each day holding the hand of God 
if you love and value yourself, if you groom your little strawberry ice cream eaters to have the same traits, when you die, will you care? that you aren't there with the pistachio eaters. No. Because you will have lived a beautiful, wonderful life. But it doesn't matter, my friends, because you will be there. We all will be there. We don't have to fight over God. We need to learn to model that aspect of God that doesn't care what name is attached to him or her, that doesn't care about the anger that people express, but instead, steadfastly, regularly, continuously, goes forward day by day with a part of him or her waiting beside each and every living being in this world, waiting to be recognized, waiting to hug that person, and waiting to help them through the dark side of this life called human. God doesn't care what kind of ice cream we eat, and God doesn't care what Bible we use, God doesn't care if we look at the Torah. God doesn't care if we look only at the New Testament. God doesn't care if we read the Old Testament. God doesn't care if we read the Quran. God doesn't care if we read the Dhammapada. I know I didn't get that exactly right. God doesn't care. God cares that we love ourselves the way we love others. And the way to get to that place is to open yourself up to the wonder of feeling God's love around you and to set aside the doctrines and ideologies, if they exist, that separate you from God because you do not have anything between you and God unless you place it there. We have... Three minutes and 42 seconds left. I am sorry I have talked so much. Part of it was I was, um, and I'm going to go in. I promise I will come back and read what people are writing, but it's way too much for three minutes and 24 seconds. Mary Lou, I'm so sorry that we weren't able to hear your voice and your words, but I'm so honored that you called. And I'm going to play, um, I don't have very much short music, I guess I'm always, um, yeah, I'm going to play a piece called Find Yourself. It's really very short, but um, maybe I will if I can find it, yeah, but it's nice. And then I will come back and say goodbye. What, what, What is love?
I'm sorry, but after today's program, sometimes I lose touch with what some music sounds like. And after today's program, uh, which has been a bit moving for me, I'm I'm sitting here and I don't usually feel so emotional and I feel that God has really moved through me today. There is no right or wrong way to connect with God. Uh, I think it's um, Dream Master said that uh, on the um, on the chat board and there was so much there I couldn't read it all but there is no right or wrong way to love God my friends there is no wrong anything except when you go against your core of love when you ignore God talking to you through the intuitions within you when you drop the hand of God and move off to follow crazy thinking. You are all enough. God loves you just the way you are. And I send each and every one of you blessings, love, caring. And Mary Lou, if you send me an email message... We will talk next week about what you wanted to say about the homeless. And between now and then, let us each look out and love one another. Let us not put ourselves into a superior position, but one of love. Namaste. Namaste.